Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Theater Podcast, intimate personal conversations with the industry's biggest names. I'm your host, Alan Seals, and our guest today is Jelani Ramey, who is this completely humble guy who seems truly called to actually educating and and giving back, right? He wants to continue to to teach and to work with youth and just to inspire. It's really a fun conversation we had with him. We have uh, a, a fun comparison between spending seven years in Lion King and uh, in playing Simba, an iconic, fictitious character, versus Eddie Kendricks in Ain't Too Proud, a, a real-life guy from The Temptations. Just the, the ability to compare and contrast those two roles was actually quite fun, but he's in an upcoming speaker series out in New Jersey that you got to check out. Can't wait to share this with you. As always, find me online on Instagram, Twitter, and now like TikTok and connect with me. Leave a rating, leave a review. Let me know you're listening. And everybody, please enjoy this episode with Jelani Ramey. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here you go. One, two, three. Our guest today is a New Jersey native, possibly best known for his three years as Simba in the Broadway, National Tour, and Vegas companies of Disney's Lion King, as well as parts in Disney's High School Musical and High School Musical 2, Parade, Cabaret, and recent of... Broadway production of Smokey Joe's Cafe. He was also Eddie Kendricks in the Broadway production of Ain't Too Proud and will be the guest in the upcoming Broadway lecture series at Stageworks at Studio 237 on March 11th. Jelani Ramey, welcome to the Theater Podcast. That was so beautifully said. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, thank you. That was so great. It's all your work, man. Thank you so much. I mean, um, it's great to be here. Hi, everybody. Um, It is a thrill. So where did you uh, uh, start out with with your your love for theater? Because obviously I'm, we're going to get into Lion King and I'm sure everybody asked about that. But I want to know, little Jelani, like where what made you look up to? Uh, did you look up on a stage? Did you see a movie and you were like, that's it. That's what I need to be. Well, you know, I was a kid who always loved to sing and, and create. And I was sort of that kid that like asked my parents for um, a, a school set so I can play school in my playroom by myself <laughs> with my stuffed animals. You laugh, you laugh, but... Um, I want to I, play I, homework. I want to play homework. Well, I just loved educa- I loved playing the role of. I love stepping into the role of 
or so I was the head teacher and I had all my stuffed animals be my students and I was like grading papers. I was doing tests. I was really committed to the, the craft, but I didn't know what it was. But in hindsight, that was acting. That was sort of diving into the musical theater world because I love music and I love uh, playing. Um, and it was actually my chorus teacher in high in middle school, high school, Jen Jessen, who sort of pushed me to do uh, my first musicale, which was Grease. And I got the role of, you guessed it, duty. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, play, I got to play that role. And as have a, he had a song. Duty has a song called Those Magic Changes. And I, I practiced it, practiced it. And I remember like it was our dress rehearsal for our friends at school. And I got to sing it in front of the school. And they clapped for me. And I've never felt anything like that before. I never felt that sort of rush, that sort of excitement of like giving your all to something that you work so hard for in this craft that you sort of dabbled in throughout your life, you know, but, but now it's come to fruition where you got to do the process. And I fell in love with it instantaneously and knew that like, that's what I wanted to keep doing. Wow. Wow. Grease, man. Well, the all American musical about changing yourself. So people like you, (laughs) (laughs) there's that. But also it was about like what theater does for kids in high school. Like I finally felt like I belonged somewhere, you know, like I I was a floater. I had a lot of friends in in all different um, areas. I played the sports too. Like I was that, that jack of all trades. That's what they call it. Jack of all trades. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I would sing the national anthem in my football, um, football uniform, my gear, I climb up the bleachers and the cleats. And um, I remember my coach um, at Sadlock would be like, son, go up there and sing that anthem, but don't do any of that ooh, ah, ah stuff. You sing it like it's supposed to be sung straightforward. You understand? And like, ooh, ah, ah. He didn't want any of the runs. He didn't want any of the runs. Um, but like, I got to perform while, you know, being on JV. Um, so <laughs> but, then, but I loved Ed Sadlock because he taught us such discipline with love and like structure. So everything you s- he said had such a gravitas to it. So like I wanted to make him proud, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, I think that's like a good coach. You know what I mean? Oh, a great coach. And I think that's also why now I love teaching still to this day, not from playing by myself in my playroom, but <laughs> from having great teachers and mentors along the way that are, were rooting for me and sort of giving, giving me tough love, but also like, opening up my potential and and really throwing me out there did you uh were you an only child do you have any siblings in my mind i was but um there were four other siblings around me um (laughs) oh i was expecting you to say you were an only child because when you're like playing school by yourself i thought you is that really is that fun for siblings to play school no they didn't want to do that (laughs) they didn't want to do that no it was a solo mission and i was also the youngest so i felt like I now know that I'm the youngest because my parents finally got the mix right. (laughs) But the other ones are fantastic individuals in their own respective fields. Um, But we're all super close. But no, nobody wanted to play school with me. But we did play like 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 mobsters or like like three ninjas. Like I definitely did Mortal Kombat with my brothers. Like things like that, which insight was 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 acting. Oh, absolutely. It surely was. Or like, we definitely thought we were boys to men at one time. <laughs> I'll never forget. Like one time we, my, our parents like left us home alone because my eldest brother was watching us and we were doing like boys to men and I was dancing on the coffee table and it shattered <gasps> and the concert was over. 
Do you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The concert was over and we had to wait till our parents got home and they got in trouble and not me because, you know, I was the, the wee one. But, like, but yeah, you were the youngest. You were just going along with what they said. You know what I mean? I, so I hear know. that. <laughs> as the, old, sorry, as sorry, the oldest child, as the oldest child, I, I feel I know what you're talking about. I feel totally, you. totally. So totally. I got in trouble all the time for things that my I allowed my brother to do. But now what's great is that they support me to no end. You know, they really skyrocketed my career, you know, from babysitting till now. So it's nice that they get to see this journey. And that's one of the main things also is fun is getting to like, yes, I've gotten to explore the world with shows, but like what's so fun now is bringing it back home. So I love the fact that I'm able to do, you know, this talk back with Robert near my hometown. So people like can just see, see my evolution and see where I'm at, at home. Right. Right. Robert Bannon, uh, who who is the creator of the Broadway lecture series, right? So like talk more about about that for a second because you're from you're from New Jersey. Um and and now like this is is this a a, a local theater? Is this um like what kind of space so this is, is Robert's scenario. This I've yeah. never been. This is Robert's situation where he loves to bring, you know, Broadway talent to, you know, the area. And especially and I think that it's great, especially that it's someone like me who's come from the area. I think it's a really nice way to sort of have a laid back conversation and you're going to learn some new things. You're going to, I'm going to tell you some new things that are happening in my life that are really exciting. That's coming up. Um, and also just, just to say thank you and to, and to really put a face to the name. Cause I feel like as I get <clears throat> riper, I'm not going to say older, I'm going to say riper. Um, there's a new wiser. generation. Wiser. wiser. I, I love that. There's a new generation of, of, of theater performers that are in the schools that have heard about me or like or, or heard about, you know, shows. But I, I, I love meeting the people you know, and like meeting the next generation of artists or, or people that even appreciate what we do. So it's exciting to sort of come home and have a proper proper meet and greet. You mentioned, I mean, performing around the world and whatnot and in. Being in Lion King, I feel like is uh, it's one of the it's like an institution right now because it's it's this giant machine. There are these shows that have been around for now literal decades. I mean, twenty five years. Right, right. Yeah, so twenty five years. years. Lion King. You got Wicked and Aladdin and just a handful of others. I think you know yeah. Hamil- Han- Hamilton's going to be running. I think forever as well. Um, but like. Do you remember the first time you saw Lion King? Is it like when you were younger? Was it? Well, when yeah, you were, of course. I mean, like, like a uh, uh, yeah. So then, getting to play Simba, iconic, iconic, right? Yeah. So I got the show. Um, I was doing another show for Disney. I was doing High School Musical out of college. I um, it was the best experience ever. I was scared, s h i t less. You know, to sort of go into this this theater world that I liked, but I didn't know the potential. I loved, rather, but I didn't know the potential of it. And being in a Disney show is just the most incredible experience because nobody does a show like them. And also, like, I got to... We were at the pinnacle of, like, the high school musical phase with the world. Right. We were treated like rock stars. And I got to learn so much from such amazingly talented and kind people. And then we did High School Musical 2 after that, which was, um, you know, it was it was... 
it didn't go where we wanted it to go. You know what yeah, I mean? I'll say that. It's a sequel. It's a sequel. But it's where we wanted to go. But then my Lion King journey was so beautiful. And uh, I mean, people know the story. Um, you said I did the show on Broadway for a little over three years, but I was in the company in the Las Vegas production and the national tour for a collective uh, of, of seven years. Wow. So I definitely grew up with the Lion King. And I feel like this, this role has become so near and dear to my life and my heart. And, um, it's a family thing for me. And I had the opportunity to go to Abu Dhabi uh, a few months ago to play Simba out there. So the show always has little reminders and I got to perform with like the king for the king of Saudi Arabia. And the show has just really given me such amazing experiences, but also like so many attachments. And I don't think it'll ever leave my life. And, and it, I don't want it to. It's, it, it, the show is just, it changed me. It really did. What, what was it like moving into a show uh i guess that that was such an established uh it's an established like you said it's an it's iconic it's it's one of the things that where you think of what's on broadway now lion king is one of the first things people are going to mention that's right and there's a reason because the show is has so many great messages and so many great things to see and feel i think that's what people love most about the show is that you feel it and for me to step into it i I was first cast as the back legs of the rhinoceros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were so the rhinoceros. I paid my dues. I was the bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, ass. But look at that journey from starting from you know a buttocks to the king. Um, <laughs> you know, which is awesome because I got to learn how the show worked and, and and the appreciation of the ensemble of any show. You know, but especially so like the Lion King, it was just wonderful, and um, it, it grew my passion. It grew my sort of devotion to it. And I think that, you know, being part of it, I then learned how to put myself into it. And I got to put Jelani into my Simba and do things that made me laugh or I got to. I'll tell you that what I also did is that the kids, there's two young Simbas, then they trade off because of child labor laws. They're, they're only in the shows for a certain amount of time and they grow so fast. So like, it's like once you get, they, they leave so quickly. But I made it my mission to study each individual kid. And anytime one was on, I would do his little, like whatever I, I carried from watching him into my performance. And I kept it fresh and exciting. And, and they always grew and evolved and changed. And I got to study it a little bit and, and make it sort of fresh and exciting for myself as well. But then also putting my Jelani-isms and making it true to myself. That's, I think that's how I was able to, to stay with it for so long. Oh, that's so much fun. So I, fun. I wouldn't even think about about uh mirroring the little kids in. but yeah you're right because what is i mean it? i'm a nuanced actor you know what i mean i'm a nuanced performer <laughs> so. <laughs> did, did you uh i mean do you see like the future of i mean it's kind of a it's a cheesy question but it's i don't know any other way to say it like the future of broadway the future of performing um when we used to be able to do stage doors all the time right and you come out and and lion king is a family show right and yeah and you would come out stage door, see all these kids. I'm sure there was kids there that would like just look up to you and you're like, holy crap, like this is somebody that looks like me on the stage doing Broadway, doing a movie I love or a show that I love or whatever. Like, do you remember the first time like that sort of clicked for you of like, I'm inspiring these people to be something they never thought they could be before? I get surprised all the time still by people of by people saying like, you know, I saw you do this and like, or like, oh, so I'm right now I'm working on the show where I'm on the other side of the table and I'm helping out a creative team. And one boy came in and looked at me and his jaw dropped. And I was like, hi, I'm Jelani. He goes, I know who you are. 
It's an honor to audition for you. And he came and shook my hand. And the rest of the table was shook. Like they were like, what? <laughs> you know? But um, I know that feeling because I had that feeling. You know, when I used to see people at the stage door, you know, and I used to, you know, be in awe and, and see myself, you know, in these in these actors. And, and they used to take the time to smile at me. And that's all it takes is that connection. And I think that's wonderful. In the future now, I think we should, if stage doors can't happen, like I, I, vow to you that I will create some sort of virtual stage door or some sort of thing. But that's the great thing about social media is now you can connect with your fans and friends very easily. Um, but yeah, RIP stage doors. <laughs> but I think that they're coming back. I think that they're coming back in a, in a fashion. I but think there's nothing like it. I think it's important to connect and important to like sign every playbill and sign, you know, do take the pictures, take the selfies because they are memories. Their memory, their memories, and their their moments where if you walk away with a positive emotional attachment to it, that you're going to think back on it and like, you yes. know, I went to see the show, and is it going to be like the greatest thing I ever did, or or a moderately okay thing I did? And then like, I think all the icing on the cake around the stage door and and your experiences with the people who gave you that magic, I think, are only going to yeah. add to it, right? We're going to take a short break. Stay tuned for more of the episode. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Like, I'll never forget one time I was I was doing a stage door for Smokey Joe's when stage doors were a thing. And I was doing Smokey Joe's and this girl was seeing the show and she came in from Japan and she just came to me crying like like she loved the show so much and someone and she had a poster and uh, she someone handed her a Sharpie and she and she couldn't believe that I would sign her poster and she just started like shaking like, Oh my god And like <laughs> she went nuts, but like that, in that moment, like it was nothing for me, but like then thinking back, like, wow, what a cool connection now that we have. And of course, because it's 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 now, now somebody filmed that reaction, and I, I it makes me giggle to this day. <laughs> so, I mean, Lion King itself is is an iconic show. Simba's an iconic role, and then uh, Ain't Too Proud being Eddie Kendricks, um, being an iconic person, a real life Another person. One. Yeah, yeah. Because you're moving into the show like Ain't Too Proud. Ain't Too Proud ran had a had a. A respectable run for a couple years right i mean i say gone too soon but yeah it had a great run right had a great run for a little while but then the temps the temptations are still performing to and this guess day what? guess what what, what one what? of the guys one of the guys in our show is now on tour with the temptations he's uh, an actual temptation juan right juan jackson who yeah. i just spoke to before i got on this call oh. um he's an actual temptation so like living proof of like wow and um 
I'll never forget my first time my dad saw me as a temptation like in the show he lost his marbles really could not compute that like it was me but Eddie Kendricks but the temptation so he just started calling my name screaming my name from the balcony from the, like, <laughs> did you hear him during daddy, the show daddy 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 it's me like I'm like but he's been to shows before so he knows how to act but something among that just made him go bananas and i think that happened to a lot of people of seeing these 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 artists the temptations that you knew and you know their music and you love them to see them in this show form like some people just couldn't handle it like it was like oh stimulus simulation overload <laughs> but that's incredible like that's the that's the theater magic right so um i studied eddie i studied his isms i i got food for thought from our amazing director des mackinoff i worked with the amazing choreographer sergio trujillo and edgar galano um but my think my my breakthrough moment was when otis williams took me to dinner mm. and sat me down and it was like just talking to me about eddie and like it was just like wow this man lived it and he's here talking to me about it and giving me this nug these nuggets of truth that I can now like put into my performance. And when I tell you that I had the most fun doing that show with those gentlemen and ladies and the entire cast and crew was just beautiful people, but we got to tell such a fun story written by Dominique Morso. And so I am so thrilled that that show happened. I'm thrilled that it lives on and I'm thrilled to be a part of that legacy. I, I, I love these shows. Um, that that are so expertly becoming these biopics about these again I use the word iconic iconic bands or people or moments in time right because while we are entertained and we're getting this great performance from these great performers and the singing and the dancing is awesome we're also getting a history lesson that we yeah. don't realize that we don't forget and being able to learn as much as we've learned about the temps and about Eddie and about Otis and about all these people, like th just the struggles that, that they have to go through and the way that Motown shaped the entire music industry. Right. Totally. Totally. Everybody wants to be Beyonce, but does everybody want to put in the work? No. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a, they, they, they sacrificed everything to make this happen. You yeah. know, they sacrificed and they went through a lot to, to do this. And especially in a, well, I'll say this, coming back into the show and seeing how the world was, it wasn't too far off of when they started this journey, you know, so it's kind of crazy how history repeats itself, I would say, but also has it really changed? I don't know, many things, but um, it's, it's, it's kind of eerie and it was a really sobering feeling to, to go through that. Is it more pressure for you or do you feel any pressure to be to go back into Lion King as Simba and maintain that the level that level of expectation or to do like an ain't too proud and be a real person that you know i think that they're both equally as like equally as heavy but what i love most is that like the Lion King i got to go back into the show for a few weeks on Broadway and it was after i hadn't done it in about 5 years or so and so it was interesting to see who i was as a Simba then and i think it was kind of beautiful because he's a little more settled, um, but I still have my youthful energy and boyish charm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was a different person, you know, and it was really special to see and to do. And but Eddie, I, I 
doing it and then coming back to it, it was also really cool because I was we all we've all grown and we've healed and we've we're in a different space. And I got to have a different process because when I first got the show, I jumped in as an understudy that that took over. So mm -hmm. I never really had a proper build the show process that I got to have when when everything went dark and then we had to build the show back again. So I got my process. So I felt like, wow, how cool. Um, so yeah, it was definitely different. Oh, so so the timeline then you were you were were you were an understudy for Eddie when the pandemic hit and then coming out of it you took over the role permanently? No, or? so when I first got the job I was hired as a standby, so I covered four of the five temps. So yeah. I was a swing. And then after That's the a time, big range, man. Well, I was jump I was back into the jungle. You know, I wanted to do anything I wanted to sort of explore my 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 abilities and I got this opportunity and I wanted to take it and run with it. And so I, I did. I covered a bunch of guys and the ensemble specialties. Like I, I was doing the thing. And then um, Jeremy Pope, who originated the role of Eddie Kendricks, was leaving the show. And our director, Des, gave me the opportunity to step in. But it was a quick step in. So it, it sort of just happened, you know. And I learned along the way, of course. And they were there for me, of course. But it, you didn't really have that build the show feeling that you get when you're putting up a show from the start. Mm -hmm. You sort of have to like learn as you go. Um, so yeah, that, that was the difference. God, I was a swing once and I don't think I could ever do it again. Like, the oh, pressure, I love it. The pressure. Well, I'm, this is the pressure, but I'm also nuts. Like I, I know I learn what everybody does on stage. Like I always just clock what anybody's doing. And so I think that I was also a swing at Lion King out for one to for, for six months or so. Cause there was a guy that had the gig that was, you know, it's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. And he was having a hard time. So I swapped with him. We swapped roles. Hmm. So I went from the rhino's butt to a swing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's funny because outside of theater, like I'm, I haven't performed in probably 15 years and my stress, my anxiety dreams. Now I literally just posted about this on, on Instagram a few days ago. Um, that my anxiety dreams are where it's always Moulin Rouge now, but I have to swing into Moulin Rouge in, in any different role. Every dream is a different role I have to swing into, but I don't know the words and I don't know any lyrics. Okay, we need to unpack this. Um, let's do this right now. What is a song in Moulin Rouge? What is a song? Yeah. Uh, they're all, they're all mid, um, Chandelier. Okay, I, I was going to make you sing it, but I won't. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> there's so many songs in Moulin Rouge. Wow, what an interesting dream. We should unpack that next episode. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. <laughs> I, I tweeted about it too, and because Orfe is into dream interpretation. So she I, was, who I love. Right. Yeah. So I tweet love. I always tweet my weird dreams to Orfe. So she we have these conversations publicly. But yeah, so she was like, it's anxiety, standard performing dream, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, why is it always Moulin Rouge? And in this particular dream, a couple nights ago, I actually did know a couple lines. I was like, I know the lines, but not the songs. But my Satine wasn't off book. So she was about to go on holding her book. Who was your Satine in your dream? No, I, nobody, nobody in my dream was anyone significant. They were, it, was all, it was all just random dream people, like faceless dream people. Wow. Yeah, right? Do you do like 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 melatonin like what are you taking for bed <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i use melatonin sometimes actually maybe that's it that i don't know it. i don't know but yeah that dream try, sleep try sleepy time tea try that but you know what though one time normally i wake up right as curtain goes up there was another time when uh uh 
then I was in the audience. Literally, it was like showtime. It was that normal three minutes after curtain when when you're expected to go up. And they were like, Alan Seals, please go to the stage door or whatever. And I was like, what's going on? And they were like, we need you to swing in right now. I'm like, I'm literally sitting in the audience and I've never even auditioned for the show. And you want me to go in? They're like, yep, that's your, that's your costume. So go get your costume, put it on. And then I, in this particular instance of the dream, I went on stage and somehow I was I was just watching all the choreography and I was doing it in real time but they put me way at the back of the stage though so no one would see me you blended in but uh, but yeah that was I, was I like, mean speaking of your dream in reality the day after we opened Lion King in Las Vegas this our Simba was out uh oh and I had had I had had two rehearsals I think under my belt so they put me on Ooh. And I'd only had two rehearsals. And so they had somebody in the wings telling me like where to stand, like football style, like, wow, there, 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 get your marks. Just know that the light's going to be there. Okay, go. Don't get hit and by the set. I, don't get hit by the set. And uh, I, I, I pulled it off. And that's when I knew I wanted to do this role because it was such a thrill to be thrown on and to sort of see how you do. Wait, that was thrilling. It was thrilling for me. I could see how. Listen, you've had the dream, so you know what it's going to be. You just got to do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what it's going to be. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Damn. No, I I think, I mean, I guess, yeah, in real life, I can wing it. I love making things up on the fly and improving and having, you know, conversations. But like, I guess. But there's something like live theater. You got to be in the moment and make it look good. That's the thing. Like, make it look good. That We're, we're artists. We get to do this. And the, and the audience would never know. Yeah. Have you ever had a major accident on stage where like somebody did know? multiple yeah. um but, but th those are things like costume errors meaning like sometimes nala would get stuck in my corset and we have to like shimmy <laughs> off stage and stuck in my corset <laughs> right or things like that or like or like your mask breaks or something and it's like uh oh you know or sometimes for safety like during he lives in you like the ancestors all come out and do this little dance thing behind me is an iconic part so beautiful but the stage was not working correctly, so nobody can come out on stage. So I had to do the whole number by myself with with everybody in the wings, like blink, 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 blink. <laughs> but I had to do this whole solo moment all by myself. But there's always a plan B and there's OE and, and bottom line, make it look good. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I can't imagine like uh, uh, Alex Brightman recently, like before Beetlejuice, right, got like hit his head during a performance and got the concussion, right? right? Like, when and what though? He is so full out though. He is one of the most full out people on the planet, right? Right. Oh, I did a show. I did a show once where I I had to like run out on stage and like make this hard right turn around a set piece, and I had on you know my my character shoes, and so like just the I hit the edge of the heel just at that. Your, point. Do your listeners know what character shoes are? They do, right? I hope so. I, okay if you don't know it's a sensible shoe that we were on stage they're usually black i'm a little lift to them <laughs> yeah little little tiny heel little tiny lift L and so, heel. but if you apparently as i found out you catch the edge and you lose all your grip and Damn. so i fell on my butt i fell on my rhinoceros <laughs> and, <laughs> and and everyone was like <gasps> and i got up and just continued on my line, continue my lines. But that's like, right. like that's the stuff that stresses me out. But if somebody goes up on a line, if somebody forgets an entrance, like the stuff that you feel like you're in control of, I enjoy that stuff. Like where you get mm -hmm. to improv a little bit. Those, that's fun. We're going to take a short break. Stay tuned for more of the episode. 
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I remember doing a scene with somebody on stage and they forgot their line, so we kept on moving. And then all of a sudden later on, they shouted out their line. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly so it's like oh, oh, oh welcome back but you missed it <laughs> you know <laughs> they're like uh well that that's the wrong cue but okay we'll go with that they, they, felt, they felt like it needed to be said <laughs> <laughs> like I, I will not miss they get paid by the line right. so you know they have to sure they do. have to get it out there so. uh well that's amazing all right so i want to uh I want to just wrap up real quick with three standard closing questions that I ask everybody just to end the episodes. The first one just simply is what motivates you? What motivates me now is the next generation of young artists, seeing what they're doing, who they are, what they're sort of putting out in the world. And and I get to work with them. That motivates me. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Like right now I'm helping my high school's production of the prom in Cedar Grove, New Jersey. Go see it March 2nd, 3rd, 4th and 5th. Oh, it's such a beautiful Um, show too. Well, the school board said that they couldn't do it. And I know they, they they took it back, and now they're doing it, and it's beautiful. And um, like literally, what happened in the show happened exactly. In real life. Yeah. But to see how these young people are really, really committing and pushing themselves, it motivates me, and I'm ex- I'm so happy for their success. Yeah, actually, that reminds me. I need to go see that. Come oh, see I, it. I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, I wanted to go with like uh, with Josh Lehman and some of the other prom crew, like the original you, cast. We were wanting to go. Bring, um, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How fun. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm it. So I got to text Josh right after this is over. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. So next question then. What advice would you give to your younger self and younger people listening now starting out down a similar path? Uh, uh, no doesn't mean no. It means not right now. Beautiful. And then last. Also, oh, also oh. So, uh, I, I got to do a doubt too for um, all my students know this. I say this. If you stay ready, you never have to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> if you stay ready, you never have to get ready because somebody else is going to be ready. What is staying ready for you? That, that means mean? always being present, always knowing your surroundings, being kind to people, you know, just being being ready, ready for anything. Um, yes, and you grow with the punches, being prepared. Oh, I love that. I love that. All right. Hardest question now. Last one. If you could only see one show for the rest of your life, but you can see it as many times as you want, what would you see? This is where my anxiety kicks in because how can I just pick one? Um, <laughs> I think that I would have to say um, Pippin is a fun Pippin. one. Mm. Yeah, because one of the reasons I really fell in love with this sport <laughs> is Ben Vereen's performance and like oh. breaking that fourth wall, the leading player and like he, the connection and, and the dancing and the singing and the truthful storytelling and 
the 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 circus of it all. Oh, I love that. I love that you call it a sport because I refer to Broadway often as the Olympics of theater. It truly is because we eat, sleep, and breathe this, you mm-hmm. know, and it's and a, a lot of training and, and sweat and blood, sweat, and tears go into it, you know. It is, and then you have to be at the top of your game, like you said. You always have to be ready because those who aren't don't get the gig. You're right. There you go. It all comes back. Snapping. I'm snapping. <laughs> it all snapping. comes back to that. All right. So, of course, um, let's see. Get tickets to see you at the Broadway Lecture Series on March 11th. You can go to I want to. Oh, oh wait. Go I'm going to interject. They say it's a lecture, but I mean, what's a lecture without a couple songs, right? So, make sure you. Are you performing? Uh, you know what I mean? Why not? Mm, but, yeah. You, okay. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. Now plug I'm snapping. Plug, plug away. Plug away. Plug away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Think uh, inside the actor studio means Broadway. That's their tagline. Um, yeah. So uh, March 11th, Stageworks at Studio 237 out in Jay-Z. Go to org. And where else can we find you online and connect with you and say hi? Oh my gosh, please say hi. I'm on Instagram at It's Jelani Remy. That's I T S J E L A N I R E M Y. Because I love y'all. <laughs> that's, that's a very voiceover artist of you. Like uh, I'm multifaceted. <laughs> DJW, thank you. <laughs> you need to do like all the radio commercials for for you all the time like uh, i kind of want to do a spinoff with delilah like that's my that's one of my goals in life it's jelani and delilah <laughs> <laughs> there you go you can get more episodes like this more of me at the theaterpodcast.com uh, i'm on theater underscore podcast on instagram twitter facebook tiktok i don't know what i'm doing on tiktok if anybody wants to help me on tiktok hit me up because go i don't know what i'm doing um, leave a, leave a waiting and we'll view. Leave a rating and review wherever you're listening. Help spread the word. Thank you, Jukebox the Ghost, for the intro and outro music. And thank you, Jelani, for uh, for making this happen. And special shout out to Robert Bannon, too, for hooking us up, making this episode happen. Take a deep breath, make the world a little colorful. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.